Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Hi. How are you? I'm good, except um, it's very uh, odd. The weather is so odd. It makes me feel like it's springtime. It's sticky, muggy, and warm. Like daylight savings time happens, and it's muggy outside. It's and gross. It's weird. And, oh, I saw um, two woolly bears in the last 48 hours now does this mean anything to you you know those little fuzzy worms but they they look like they're wearing sweaters they're brown and black called woolly bears i'm gonna look that up you keep talking yeah look up actually look up woolly bears weather predictions okay yeah because um uh joe netherworld's mother used to always predict the the winter the coming winter with woolly bears so i used to take pictures of woolly bears and send them to her and she would tell me what kind of winter we were going to have and i know the native americans do that she's an old italian lady now no wait i'm going to tell you what my woolly bears look like because i have it no i know i I got what it looks like but i have it on my phone the information you're looking for right ready it's they're almost all brown very little black yeah it looks it means yeah right yeah that's what they are but look up the weather prediction i did oh that's why i was like my eyes are open and you're okay so all brown mild winter okay mild winter no it says so 22 23 woolly bear winter prediction oh okay now i maybe they have they saw different woolly bears mine were all brown very little black no these are all brown okay you ready so this year the beginning will be worse the middle not as mild and the end about the same many of the woolly bear caterpillars we see this fall have dense hair this is an indication the winter will be cold that's so dumb they always say you know what winters are supposed to be cold but I will tell you that. No, let me tell you. There something. was one winter, and I think it was like 2012. I can't like that's my First guess. Of all, that's fucking specific. It's very specific. I I know. I have I have that's a memory like that. Calendar. That's when we thought the whole world was coming down. And it was the mildest. It was a very. Let's see if I'm right. Or the mild calendar. It was, calendar a, it was a very very mild winter, and, and you remember um, it. I remember it because his mother was like, "I didn't even bother buying a coat this year." <laughs> Like it was, I was like, I was so impressed with her woolly bear. I uh, think this connection. Is, I think it's the calm before the storm. Like this, this whole sticky, yucky. You have to understand where we're from in New York. We're in the Hudson Valley. It is. It, it we. It, it's like amazing here. We get the change of weather. Like <clears throat> it's usually crisp during this time and cold. But we wear t-shirts in forty-degree weather. If it's forty degrees, we're like hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were so used to the weather that we go out in just a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt in like fifties and forties, but it's like 75 and it's, it's and so, so we don't, we die. We're literally like <laughs> melting and we don't know what to do. We, 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 nobody's out. Like other people would be out and about going out their business. Cause it's just warm. We're like, this is disgusting. Yeah. And it's, we can't put the AC on because it's too cold. For I that. had the fan on in my room last night. I put Donna, the fan in the window the fan on because you're menopausal like you well have no the fan on. I have a small fan that's on my face <laughs> at night 
because I'm in a puzzle furnace. Fans for However, yes, correct. That's exactly right. I'm a comfort junkie. I have, I have methods to my madness. I travel, you know, I travel with, I think I've mentioned this before. I travel with light bulbs because if I go to a hotel room with those ugly fluorescent light bulbs, I feel like I'm in a county jail overnight. You're so funny. You're and so ridiculous. I change you out the light know. bulbs. I do. And then I travel with a fan because you never fucking know. First of all, white noise and comfort. And so uh, my face fan was not adequate last night. So I had to actually put my <laughs> window fan in, but not the big box fan. That's too much. But I have the smaller one with the two. Oh, that's that's like when we were younger. Yes, that's the two, the two small fans. Yeah, the one we had when we were younger, dad stole from work because it was quote unquote broken. Do you know this? Is this a memory for you? No, it was metal. Okay, they were metal blades, but it had it was broken. It was thrown away because it had no protected grid. First of all, so so can I just tell you, wait, the nuclear power plant decided that this apparatus is too dangerous we have to throw it away our dad's like that's a fucking free fan so he took it out of the dumpster and put it in his daughter's room donna that was the fan that <laughs> fell on me when the lightning hit and i got zapped that uncle joe came in so now you know the safety of gen x is that that's what fell on me and it freaked me out yes <laughs> That was the fan, the no guard fan. I would never. No put... guard fan. It wasn't even plastic. It but... was legit metal, steel. Like, But why didn't we know not to put our fingers? Why don't we trust our children now? Not well, to put our fingers? parents were like, see what happens. You'll lose a finger. <laughs> <laughs> like, see? I, didn't care. I didn't care if I was like digitless. No, digitless. No. That that was the fan. Well, that yeah, mom, mom would say something like, it's not like you were going to be a pianist. That's what she would say. It was like, but not I like you need it. I wouldn't have became a sign language interpreter. I would have had a list. <laughs> you had a list. I would have had a list. You had an dad. accent. I would have had an accent with my chopped finger. <laughs> it's silent. This one's a silent, <laughs> silent word. You know, it's so funny how that was the fan that fell on me. And it went Cursed. into the blankets because there was no guard. So it went, and then it was metal. And then the lightning hitting, oh, for fuck. I don't know how, that's why I'm, that's why my eye looks weird. That's why. That's why brain, you have a wonky eye. I think so. That could be. That very well could be. I'm going to blame everything on that. The wonky eye. Every time we watch TV together and there's somebody that has a wonky eye, I'm always like, look, Kath, they have a wonky eye. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny. It's funny. I yell at Chris all the time. I don't yell at Chris. I tell, I remind Chris, we don't men, we don't comment on people's bodies. Like, let's no, not unless, do that. Let's break me. that habit. Unless, yeah. But when you and I are together, I'm like, that guy has a wonky eye. <laughs> and if, if Chris said that girl has a wonky eye, I'd be like, we're not talking about women's bodies. Like, right. But then, and then, when but then in to- private, I'm like, Kathy, look at that wonky eye. Well, I think because I identify. No, no. I think it's because when it's like, I make fun of, I can make fun of people who are big. I don't do that. But like, I make fun of myself if I have, yeah. big, I have a big butt. Yeah. I don't yeah, make fun of other people. You can be self-deprecating. People. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. That's fun. Yeah. 
it's so much fun. it's almost a hobby i mean it's a hobby of us being <laughs> so we've actually actually kathy technically we've legit made money <laughs> off of we've made a a, a hobby side hustle yeah we did self-deprecating <laughs> that's kind of true that's kind of true that's because we're also so awesome. Like the thing is, is like, I don't live in that. Like I have high self-esteem and actually mm -hmm. I have too high self-esteem sometimes, but mm -hmm. I have really good self-esteem. And I think you need to have that balance where I laugh at myself. Mm -hmm. I don't do that to you though. I don't, I don't think I make fun of your looks at all. Mm -mm. No, I build you up. Probably because, mm, no, I don't think it's because you want to build me up, but thanks for giving yourself that credit. I think you're just too fearful because I could come back at you like tenfold. But you do anyway, even if I don't. No, I don't come at you tenfold. No. I'm mild. I mean, like I'm mild. Sister. First of all, this is called little sister syndrome. So no, all the little, I don't know. All no, little siblings out there with the little ones. We've made fun of my facial hair together. No, because I have facial hair too. I mean, well, specific. The only time is when you had Bell's palsy. I couldn't stop laughing because oh, you looked like a, pi a pirate. I did. And, look and like I was a trying pirate. so hard I because, know. but you were, you know, why I did that because you were so down on yourself. I was depressed. And I was and like, I, I can't. I can't. I'm not a depressed person and you I'm not depressed. a suicidal person. Right. And I'm not saying this lightly. No. I honestly don't know what mental state I will be in if I ever get struck with that again. Right. And so I honestly, I, I can't. So for me, I, I not being able yeah. to handle, mm -hmm. I can't handle that because you're not that right. person. No, no. I went yeah. automatically to, I'm going to joke about this. And, and I, and I think that afterwards I was like, I can't do that too. Cause it was so like, for me, if that happens, cause I had a stroke and I did have wonky face. Yes. And I, and I, said, I actually didn't make fun of your stroke. I'd make fun of it now. <laughs> not at the time at the no, time it was, I was frightened to death yeah it's yeah. scary it's scary yeah. but I think that's how uh I know I cope with things I can't handle like when mom almost broke her foot I was hysterical laughing and she got mm -hmm. so mad at me and she was slapping me so mm -hmm. hard mm -hmm. I could not stop it was because not because I was being mean well, well we definitely dad definitely taught us to laugh at the ridiculous and to laugh at ourselves and not number one falling down is hilarious no i don't mean falling down because that is hilarious as long as you're not hurt but i mean like when crazy like that is serious like on my whole side of the face like i was like stroked yeah out, right yeah yeah now i will i'm not vain like that like if that happened to me i'd have to wear a bandana and then i'd probably be a comedian or something like i'd have to do something with it Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like, that's just the way it, it is. You know, it, it was definitely a scary thing. Um, I think that if I wouldn't be able to, I'm like trying to think of something that would make me like, if I, I think if I, like not being able to walk was really hard for me and there was nothing fun about that. Yeah, that wasn't fun. That was not fun. But I think that there's a line when you just can't handle something, you go immediately to humor. And that's how we coped with everything. Well, because yeah. growing up was so I mean, traumatizing. Joke. Yeah, trauma. It was you, nothing. You, it was you like could either you could either let it damage you or you laugh about it. Although yeah. the use could still be damaged by it. But yeah. 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 You have to see the humor in it. That's you I mean, that's to. our motto is but, laughing at 
crappy situation since, since I was since I was born. born. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. But I, you know, we when it came to serious stuff, no, we never joked about that. But once we knew we were okay, yeah, we we're gonna joke about it. No like, holds bar. No, yeah. no. But I, I just think that I do do that. Like when something's really too much for me to handle, yeah. I immediately start laughing, and I have gotten hit so many times because I. <laughs> <laughs> not funny and then I get slapped with a wooden spoon you know yes but anyway I don't know what we got on that my wonky eye so my wonky eye is freaking hilarious because yeah. I know that when it's really like when it rolls <laughs> <laughs> when my eye rolls like it's just its own thing it means I'm not okay it means like yeah. I'm really exhausted or sick yeah. So it's good tell all like, like it's a, a good turkey. Tell. It's a good tell. Like you, you know, when I'm not feeling well, you're like, your eye's wrong. What's going on? And yes, you don't I joke do. about it. Just... No, I don't. Yeah. It's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift in a very weird package. It's not ugly because I have great eyes, but I do have, I just look away. Mm. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about something else. So, so, <laughs> I'm going to giggle. All right. So let's talk about Halloween. Let's just Halloween. Speaking of crazy eyes and being looking crazy, Halloween. How was your Halloween? My Halloween was great. It was centered around Nico and his cousins, who are the children of our cousin, Kimberly. (sighs) Um, So gorgeous. They're adorable. Um, They are kids that. So Nico's four, Matthew's three, Annie's five, and uh, I think about to be six. And yeah, um, no, smart, no. the smartest, the smartest person in any room. You know the quiet. Yeah. She's really, really quiet. She watches she, us. She watches she every watches fucking us. thing. I know that if She's, I made her mad, she can tell. She could hit that button. And, and oh, what, she'll know exactly. She'll know what your button is. She yeah. is just watching, 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 taking mm-hmm. notes and inventory. And she's very sweet, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah. she's not like in the middle of the melee. She's like no. on the outskirts. <laughs> but you know, she she's fun. She wears like you know crystals on her face for fun any specific day. Like I do adore her, but I am scared of that little girl. <laughs> well, I can't tell you. She's definitely kid. smarter than me. Well, because we were saying in in the relatives. She is like you and Kim, you, yeah. Kim, Dina, and Annie, all yeah. the same personality. Yeah. Me, Christopher, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> we are definitely the same. Like so, all- Matthew and Nico are, um, they look like twins. The funny thing is they're like, they're like- blondes. They're they're funny. They don't they're look third they're third cousins. They're not even yeah. like they're third cousins. They, and they act look like alike twins. and they look alike and their their energy is just uh, hilarious. They're very fun. Um Nico was Optimus Prime, but he didn't want to wear the mask. So like you observed, he looked like a race car driver. He and he so cute. Oh and gosh. at some point and so um Kimberly uh her and her husband Dan, they live in a neighborhood in New Jersey where it looks like a movie set. It looks like there should be a big Hollywood crane and a director saying, okay, action, and everybody's trick-or-treating, because the streets, they're not officially closed, they should be, and it is just teeming with families and kids and, you know, 
teenagers, but they're not obnoxious. And there's a parade and there's, and people have their, they put um, tables out in their front yard or their driveway and they sit out there with their bowls of candy. So there's right. no like going to the doors, what house, it's all out so there. Amazing. And you, the kids just bounce from place to place. And um, it's really, it's, and I also love that people of all shapes, colors, sizes, everything, like it, this, na this neighborhood is, that's why it looks like a movie set. It's like there, and there's, there, everyone's nice and funny called, and has a good community. Sense of humor. It is really community. Well, yeah, what a community <laughs> really looks like that. It's uh, watching you explain this. It breaks my heart. That's what community is. Should be, yeah. It should and it be. is it is that. It is and we definitely strive that. For that. We have Don't get me wrong, Kimberly describes the fucking nightmare of dealing with parents at the school and the one upmanship and the competitive that's, I told her you know, this thing. is in yeah. any school. I'm yeah, that's gonna Sophie, be anywhere. Yeah. When Sophie got Nico into a, a private school, I said, Do not join the PTA. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it because once you go in, it's a vortex of hell because you're never going to be good enough. Your cupcakes aren't going to be good enough. And yeah. I was like, don't do it. You want to not get yeah. judged, especially if you're sensitive and you don't like being judged. Like, yeah. We have thick skin. I don't care. But like, if you don't have thick skin, like you don't do it. Yeah. Sophie doesn't have our skin. No. So, um, yeah, I had no problem walking in like Morticia Adams at Sophie's school and someone saying, oh, are you coming from a funeral? And I said, yours, I didn't yours. say yours. I said, I'm always prepared. Just always prepared, darling. Yours. Yeah. And then I called her darling and she was just like, uh, she didn't know what to do anyway. So it was really super fun. And I had a story I was going to, oh, so the kids, so, um, Dan has a sh candy shoot set up still from the COVID super days, but fun. kids love it. Super fun. And so the kids are lined up. And at some point, right before we went out trick-or-treating ourselves, Nico comes out of the front door, sees the long line of trick-or-treaters and announces from the top of the steps, hi, everybody. I'm Nico. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I was like, what's this kid? He's awesome. He's this kid. He's, He's so awesome. hilarious. He's and the best. Only, only this little group of girls waved to him, and he Aww. just like he was just like, "All right, whatever." The other little boys are like, "What the fuck?" But it was super fun He's and adorable. absolutely exhausted. And what was what's really great is, you know, of course he doesn't want to leave his cousins. I know he's so happy. I know Dina listens to this podcast. Our cousin hey, Dina. Dina. Hey, what's and up, she Dina? Is, Love you. Uh, Miss you. She's three years older than me. And I have to say, we developed a bond at that age. Like right. we were Matthew and and Nico's age. And I remember when Dina would leave or we would leave. And I just, I had that such Aww. sadness. I had that pulling sadness. And Aww. when I see, yeah, when I see Nico have that reaction, when he leaves his cousins, I, I go back Look, to that you're time. So emotional. I know. I, I really, Aww. uh, yeah. And I'm still like Dina and I, we were pen and then Dina and I were pen pals for our whole lives basically. And for we're those still... who don't know what a pen pal is, paper <laughs> and pen. And mailing and each you, other and things. mailing each other letters. There was no texting. Yes. 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 Yeah, and that was a good old Dina days. never forgets my birthday ever, ever, 
ever. I know. So um I but I watching Nico and Matthew have that natural That's beautiful. connection. It's That's really beautiful. great. I don't I, but I like I don't have I like because I was the youngest of yeah. everyone and mm -hmm. I just was so sick of all of you. I just <laughs> there was just so many of you and I was yeah. just by myself. Um and let me turn my phone off. I was by myself yeah. and, and you guys like took over my space, took over my bed, took every, you know, it was like, I was just like an afterthought and I would, I just like when everybody left, like, cause I love everybody cause everybody loved me, you know, I didn't, but I just, I think I was just like an ornament of some kind growing <laughs> up. I don't know. I was just a cute You were ornament. a prop. We did use you as a prop. Yeah. 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 I played by myself a lot because I was, there was we a We were big like, gap. you be the tree. <laughs> and then I would be left as the tree while you guys go and frolic all around and have a good time. I'm but, still um, the tree though. So while we were leaving, Nico was really upset and he was, he was definitely tearful and his, the best thing was we're in the car and he's just weeping weeping and he goes this is the worst day of my entire <laughs> life <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh it was he's really so cute. cute he's so cute he called me yesterday I was at your house because we're selling our house and that is a process and <clears throat> so one thing that Donna and Chris do is apparently when Nico wants something expensive <laughs> They say grandma get you for get you that. The best thing is Chris gave Nico quarters for Christmas and said they were magic coins that when you go to Target, <laughs> grandma will buy you anything you want with these coins. <laughs> they set me up. And I can <laughs> so mean. So hilarious. So I was at Donna's house yesterday and Nico called and he's like, Grandma, I want to go to Target. And so I was close to him, like because I'm I'm like maybe 35 minutes 40 minutes from their house and so don is a little closer so i was like yeah we're just hanging out so i was like okay i'll be over in a half an hour and i said your budget is six dollars and so don is like ask for seven and i'm like six dollars so we go to the to target and he picks it. he's so great he was in he was in budget yeah. But it wasn't good enough for me. I was like, I'm not leaving Target with you having like a Sonic little car that was the size of my thumb. I was like, let's get these monster trucks that look like superheroes. It was like 28 bucks. You're, you're, that's, you, you're, you're your own worst enemy. Chris is I, not wrong. He's not wrong. I didn't say he was wrong, but it's yeah. just like, I don't like to disappoint. I like him to be so happy and he's so happy with grandma. And then he got chicken nuggets and fries. And Caleb's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she must say no to me. <laughs> like, here's this. He just wanted these. Here you go. And whatever he wants. And there's such such satisfaction with that. So anyway, with that, um, yeah. I wasn't with Nico for Halloween. I had I had readings. I did that yeah. reading special. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. I just needed to speaking of community, I needed to connect with my community. Like I needed to know the circle was okay. And I connected with some beautiful and amazing people. And that's what I needed to do to feel better for this new year. Mm -hmm. Because that's, it's, it's a new year. It's like a. Yeah. Monday I did my new year thing. Um, or do? Tuesday, sorry. Yeah. Tuesday. I did yeah. my new year thing. I, um, I, t I didn't finish it. I have to finish it, but I take everything off my altar, like in my spirit space in the yeah. attic, yeah. I take everything down. I dust it. I connect with it. I reprioritize, you know, it's like, it's always good to take every single thing out of your closet once a year and mm -hmm. touch everything that you own and decide if you're going to, you know, 
and you don't have to get rid of things. You can just put some things to the back and bring things to the forward, you know, to the front. I mean, uh, you know, I have lots of books and decks and journals and things, and sometimes they just sit there for years. And then I'm like, oh, this is speaking to me now. And so mm. I'll take it out. So anyway, um, I definitely got sucked into like looking at, I got distracted during this process and I was looking through old pictures. Um, I have all of dad's old pictures and they're not organized. And I really like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I need to digitize these. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. And it's like fucking crazy, long, crazy process project that makes me mad. Um, I don't, I can't even fathom having a project like that. I just, I'm not connected like that as I prop my microphone. But at the same on... time, but at the same time, Kathy, Nico has expressed interest in getting to know our father in the oddest ways. And why wouldn't you want to preserve and have actual photographs of him? I'm going to tell Nico? you why. Are you telling you, know, you know why? You know why? Because you're doing it. Yeah, you fucking lazy. Yeah, that's right. Me. Because why should I? No wonder we only made you a tree because you couldn't participate in the fun part of creating play. You so you got stuck being the tree because we were making. But all that's the, the truth. Things. The truth is, I just thought about it. I'm like, well, why don't I do that? Oh, because I don't have to. I don't have to. You do it all, and it's going to make you do it with me now. Now, guess what? Guess what? Guess You've what? just volunteered my to just sit up in the attic. <laughs> You're going to sit up in the eye. attic with me. My I just floated, do it now. My flo floated east. And all of the our other listeners have north. witnessed it. They're going to hold you accountable. No, nobody. Yes. No. Yes, no. they will. Yes, they will. No. Yes, podcast no. people. Continue no. to message Kathy on social media and no. ask her if she's helped me with this very precious project. Donna's already good at it. If I would just be in the way. That's I do other things. Bullshit. That's like when Chris purposely doesn't load the dishwasher correctly to get out of loading the dishwasher. Yeah. Well, if you're no. already redo doesn't it. Work. Doesn't work. I make him do it and I'll still redo it, but I'll still make him fucking do it. I'm not playing that You're game. You're the worst mom. You're the worst mom. That's why I didn't have kids. <laughs> I'm not dumb. Oh my God. Oh my God. This Halloween has been so crazy, Don. I'm telling you, the veil has been so thin and everybody's mm -hmm. so sensitive. That's why it's important to get sessions because we have to regroup and really focus on, you know, what is our intention, you know, for, for Yule time. You know, we talked about it in the last podcast, I think, I'm not sure, but I'll just put a reminder out that this is the time where the past is the past. You can't change the past. What you, what you have sown before it can, it can continue on to the bigger goal, but to get yourself straightened out, like emotionally, mentally, intellectually, um, you have to kind of like take the time and say, okay, where am I at? Because you change all the time. Mm -hmm. Your goals are allowed to change. Your dreams are mm -hmm. allowed to change. You have the right to change your mind mm -hmm. at any point, just because you have an idea, you can change your, your, your mind all the time. So this is the time where you sit and go, am I still on the same trajectory? Do I want something different? And so with the veil being thin, not only that you can see the people who have passed, but it's also because the light field, the connection with all in the universe is so thin as well, that it's a time where you're really being heard. So you have to be, be careful what you're expressing. There are people who are expressing anger or frustration. You're going to get that. That's going to come back. You have to be very mindful of the energy you're putting out because it's going to come back because the light field is so thin. It's like, it's like, uh, having, um, I don't know, thin walls. You can hear everything. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know the analogy mm -hmm. for that, but you have to be very mindful of what you're projecting. 
what kind of energy have you been projecting lately? Mm-hmm. And especially now with, with, uh, especially empaths, people who like soak in energy, you can really do some damage because your emotions are not yours. You're feeling other people's stuff. And then you're projecting that onto other people. So you got to just kind of get it in check. So Donna, for this Yule time, which is when we really plant a seed for conception, it's like we mm-hmm. plan to plant a seed. What do you want? What are you projecting? What do you want to, what seed do you want to plant for this next year? Well, I'm hoping to land myself into something that, uh, I'm hoping to land myself in a good job situation. That's, and that will give me security and, you know, a little bit of fulfillment. Um, I don't want to move backwards. You know, the campaign ended and I didn't want to continue on that trajectory because it's soul sucking. Yeah. And um, it's definitely worthwhile work, but it's, it's just, it's too demanding and it's, um, and it's, it's soul sucking and you're surrounded by people who all have different selfish agendas. I mean, you know, talk about being surrounded by narcissists. It's like working politics. So I, I don't want to be surrounded by narcissists on a daily basis. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be in a place where I have some, I don't know, some sort of, um, heartful meaning I don't know I can't express it I just want I just want to move forward and I want to be in a place where I feel like my everyday is helping other people and not necessarily helping other people in a charitable way but using my leadership skills to help younger people be successful or help other people find their make their daily lives better, like be in a yeah. leadership position. So yeah. to You're help so other good people. At that. You're so good at that. And I want to lean into that. So I'm trying to find my way. And I actually, while we're talking about this, so like I have a couple of opportunities that have come up and um, I am interviewing this week for something that I think I would really be good at. And I'd like, I do think I'm a long shot because I don't network in that world. Right. However, and you know, so much of this world is what you, who you know, not what you do. And I don't know a lot of people in this realm, but, um, you know, maybe everybody else that they do know in this realm doesn't want that job or (laughs) isn't available for that job. And they'll just settle for me and then I will thrive. But, um, so I was seeing someone who, uh, last night who I was going to use as a reference, somebody I used to work for, Mm -hmm. And I described my situation and uh, I was like, so I'm interviewing blah, blah, blah. And, and their reaction was, all right, well, good luck with that. It was sarcastic. Right? It was sarcastic. And I was like, how did that make you feel? Wow. I, you're not surprised, mm. you know, not surprised. And like, okay, I just don't want you to fuck it up for me. And and they're like, oh, I will fuck it up. I'll take the, of course. And then they wanted to know specifically, you know, the names of people that, and they didn't know them or whatever. Cause he, you know, they would give me a rec, of course they'll give me a good recommendation, but I was not surprised at the lack of enthusiasm or curiosity or support. It was just straight up sarcasm. You know, we grew up that way. You know, we grew, we grew up with that kind of sarcasm. 
like that, that like, you know, not connectiveness. And like you and I were talking before the podcast and I, my observation of this person was that they were a malignant or benign narcissist. Yeah. And that's a character trait where it's the intention is never to hurt. It's not a hurtful thing. It's not intention to, you know, you know, of course not cause any harm, but it's just can be destructive because it's so self-focused. And so it kind of made sense where, you know, don't take that in, you know, don't, don't take that kind of comments. And I have, I have ex friends who were benign narcissists where, um, they're the kind of people that when they call you, they don't ask how you are. They just like start on a roll. They just go, Mm -hmm. this is about me. This is what I, and it's all about them all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not yeah. that they're bad people because you love them and they're generous in their own way. And of course, if you, they needed anything, they would be there, but it's just, you're not on their thought. Yeah. There's like this lack of empathy or understanding of maybe what you possibly could go through. They're not really, they don't really show interest in, uh, what your feelings are or what you're going through. It's just mm-hmm. a really, it's a, it's a very detached, uh, moving forward, but they're not bad people. They're not bad people. Right. They just have a lack of. And by, and by their behavior, it does damage you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It detaches relationships. So when you mention benign narcissists, of course, I'm always on Google. And I also looked up another less, and this is out off of psychology today. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and let me put my glasses on. There's also another less obvious kind of narcissist to watch out for. Apart from the antisocial and grandiose types, the covert or vulnerable narcissist. Mm. Don't be deceived by the name because these individuals also believe they are superior, but they keep these beliefs inside. Vulnerable narcissists are deeply self-absorbed, maintain an artificially inflated sense of themselves, and believe that they are entitled to more attention than they get. Mm. They therefore feel chronically victimized as though the world has failed to recognize their brilliance or specialness. And that really um, also spoke to me about people who were in my life at one point. Yeah. And I, I cut them out and I didn't, I wasn't able to actually verbalize exactly why. Right. I didn't jive with them any longer. Right. And I, I, I was very close with and worked with someone who was educated and funny Mm. and observant and, um, you know, uh, a, a lot of other people claim to be their best friend. Um, uh, people, you know, were very attracted to this person. Right. But yet that person was constantly victimized by the world by not giving them the right job, giving them the right roommate, giving them the right apartment, giving them the right anything. They constantly wallowed in what they didn't have. And Mm -hmm. I was always kind of railing against, you know, I would say things like, well, you know, you're in control of that. And then they would constantly tell me how they weren't in control of it, how things happened at them all the time. And it really did suck up a lot of energy. 
It's very challenging. Um, you know, I, I counsel a lot of people, lots and lots of people. And, uh, when people get into that, that victim sense, like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's, I'm the one that like all these bad things. And, um, I know that's not the, that wouldn't be the diagnosis for that person because they literally try or they don't, they recognize it, but these are people that don't recognize it. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They have they, no idea. They like, never I think about mom themselves. and, you know, mom, like not recognizing the damage of that kind of, like we were talking, you know, in the beginning of the podcast, we were talking about how we laugh at each other and we joke, about, mm-hmm. but there's a sensitivity of understanding that um, there's a caring, like if it, if it really hurt me, yeah. it'd be like, I wouldn't do it. If I really hurt you, I would never want to really hurt you. There's a sense of like empathy and sympathy, like not just to hurt, but there's boundaries and there's consideration in actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are people that don't have that. No, Mm-mm. they don't have any kind of consideration. Like if you try yeah. to have a heart to heart with them. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it wouldn't matter. It, it wouldn't change. It wouldn't, wouldn't change a thing. And change. they would feel very much attacked. They would be very defensive. A hundred percent. Yeah. So there's no point. There's just no point. There Mm-mm. has to be, if you want to be with this person, you have to have radical acceptance mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And do you really want to accept that kind of, it's very frustrating. It's very hard mm-hmm. to be friends with mm-hmm. somebody that's in that cloud, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that cloud that they have, uh, but yeah. they're so amazing. And that's the hard part. It's like most they you know, the, the attributes that they show are so amazing. Mm. That's what attracts you in the first place. But it becomes like a, what do you call it? Like, um, like a downward spiral Yeah, and you lose out. It's a lot of energy. And I'm sad because I've had to cut people out that I love very much, but we're narcissists, benign narcissists, benign narcissists, but not like, no, it wouldn't hurt a fly would not. Yeah. You know, oh my God. Yeah. You know, doesn't do, have, is not a gaslighter. No. And would do yeah. anything for you, but, but it, absolutely 90%, has, yeah. 90% is about. There's no perception about consideration yeah. of mm-hmm. what you might be going through or what you have. And that is very sad. And so that that's a very sad, I remember sort of have, there was, um, that I have, I, I, I mean, they're still in my life only because I haven't gotten, I I'm, I'm just, I'm not, they're not in my everyday. I've just kind of put them. They used to be in my everyday. And if you know me, you know that there was a time in my life when I, I had a relationship with a woman for mm-hmm. a few years. And um, this person had a spouse that um, cheated on her. And mm-hmm. they, um, in, in the, um, what's the word? Like it, it, in the Google history, there was uh, a bisexual element to his porn and um this person called me up and you know they were definitely the kind of person that would just you know you pick up the phone and it would be like right right right, and I I specifically remember at the time it was around the time that you had to hospitalize Donovan Mm -hmm. and I was in a very sad state and the house was in a bit of a sad state. You know, we were broke. There was a sick child in our lives. Um, you were having a difficult time, obviously. Sophie's having a difficult time, obviously. We were just trying to keep it together. And um, I remember I remember where I was when I picked up the phone. And um, 
I was outside because I needed to give you space inside. I can't remember. I don't know if you and I had an argument or I don't remember, but I remember being outside to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. And I was just in a, you know, we were in a, it was tough. It was very tough. Anyway, this person just started talking at me about um, what she discovered on her, on the, <laughs> on the porn, you know, Google right. search. And I'm just listening. And she started railing against bisexuals. I don't necessarily um, identify as a bisexual because I'm not necessarily sexually attracted to women, but it's, it doesn't matter. Right, right. She was just railing against anybody who was not heterosexual in a heterosexual oh. relationship. And I was just like, you know my history. You were there. Like, right. how could you say that to me? Because she was telling, she was saying like bisexuals are just, you can't trust them. Right. You know, she was angry and she was lashing out and I'm sure she doesn't mean it in, you know, in her essence, but when you're hurt, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And, um, and I remember that was the phone call when I was like, hmm, I think I won't be talking to this person for some time. I just need to give them space because, there's just, I just don't have the bandwidth to, you know, deal with only her when, no. when there's no reciprocation. Right. It's really difficult. And, it's really you know, difficult. on the other hand, I will say for this person whom I haven't really talked to in since before the pandemic, um, but I know if I called her right now yeah, and said, I need a kidney, she'd be like, how many do you need? What's your blood type? What right. do I got to do? But I would have to reach out to this person and say, I need a kidney. And she'd be there and she'd probably yeah, produce a kidney for me. But that's, that's the, that's the benign narcissist. Like that's yeah. my person yeah. too. But it's just like the energy, like, first of all, I'm coming, I come from a place of post-traumatic stress. And when you, most of our, like, I call them secondary, um, like a sec like secondary, you know, mental health ailments comes mm -hmm. from a base of trauma, usually, mm -hmm. unless you're born with it. Like Donovan was born with a mental illness. He came out yes. that way. That's yeah. just some genetics. Uh -huh. uh, and I'm, he has trauma along the way, but he was born with a mental illness. Tracy was born with a mental illness. Mm -hmm. My mental illness comes from severe trauma and, and PTSD. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I could have, there were times when you, you have these ailments and, and personalities that come from it. People who have severe, I work with people who have D, um, uh, DIY and I, uh, DIY. Yeah. Wait, 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 multiple personality disorder. They call okay. it, and I said it wrong and I apologize to those who are listening, um, who have multiple personalities mm -hmm. and it comes from severe, I mean, severe, yeah. severe trauma. Sexually. Yeah. That's the, you know, the Sybil thing. Yeah. And that is um, a side effect of trauma. So most of us have some something that comes from how we cope with the trauma that we have. And I have to say that um, for the people that I it's know, DID, DID. Thank you, thank You're you. Welcome. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I apologize. That was my brain. Uh, DID, and and um, that's a very tricky thing. And there's there's some definitely some ailments that I give when I understand why they're like that, I mm -hmm. give a lot of leeway to it. Yeah. Because, yeah. 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 You know, sure. I, but there mm -hmm. are people that don't do that. Don't mm -hmm. recognize it. And so I can't help 
people that don't want to be helped or I can't meet somebody mm-hmm. where they're at if they they're not willing to meet me too to have a cohesive relationship when you have a disorder mm-hmm. um so with my friends we all we I have like two of my friends we we joke because we both have we all have brain injuries so mm-hmm. between the three of us, we have one brain. Mm-hmm. And so ha- our conversations are hysterical because we're just like, do you remember that? No, I don't. I have, you know, <laughs> or like we just do yeah. these jokes. That's that sensitivity that we were talking about. When you have an understanding that we have love and we joke around about it, you know, it's easier to have that relationship. So if you're in a relationship with somebody that does that, that is so self-focused, only thinks about them, but you love them so much you know, have that conversation of how you want to move forward in, in that where making sure that you're not drained from them or that they're accountable. Yeah. And create safety plans with them because that's what we do, you know, with my friends who have brain injuries and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we forget to do things or we, we don't do anything. We say, Oh, I said, we, you know, we have a code for it and we have, a, we have leeway. It makes it so much easier but it makes me sad because there are such beautiful people out there that I was connected to that just, I had to, I, it just yeah. was draining me. Yeah. It's too so, draining. I'm sorry that happened. Uh, but understand that people are mold themselves from their environment and their responsibilities in life. And they're not made to fit our lives. You know, they have their yeah. own life and you just have to decide what you want for yourself. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, you know, we're disappointed with people when we have ex- when they don't meet our expectations. Yeah. So, yeah. so I had lowered my expectations for this person so long ago. So when that's what was said, I was yeah. like, okay, not surprised. Absolutely. You've met my expectations that are very, very low. Yeah. And it's, it's sad because at one point I, I worked very hard for this person's approval and that's the first, yeah. uh, that's the first, I don't want to say mistake, but that's a, that's the, that's yeah. the worst choice we do is like, we live for other people's yep. validations. And, and like what you say, yeah. like making other people's dreams come true, like whose dreams are you making come true? A hundred percent. Right. And so if you're seeking validation from other people, then you, I want you to reflect on that and really consider why, why is your self-esteem? You have to build that self-esteem. You have to make your own dreams happen. You have to make yourself happy and people will follow. You'll, you'll find happy people. I'm telling you, I have, I have, I never thought in my life I would have the greatest, grandest friends that I have. I was never a friend person. You know that you used to tell me all the time. You need to make friends. Yeah. Well, I got burnt from having a friend. So then I stopped having friends and then I Mm -hmm. realized, Hmm, I have to rekindle friendships that people are, you know, who understand me. And I I have such beautiful, beautiful circle of beautiful people in my life. And it's because I feel good about myself. Yeah. You know, if I'm, I have, you know, you attract who you are. That's right. And uh, so you have to look at where you're at and and looking for other people's validations and approval is the worst. It's the worst situation to be at. Yeah. And it's, you know, listen, it it was a young, I was a much younger person. We've all done it, Don. You don't even have to do it. We've all done it. Continue to do it. Yes. A hundred percent. Listen, I always wanted mom's approval. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just so happy. I'm where I'm at, where I'm like, I'm kind of a more of an observer. Yeah. You know, not really, mm-hmm. you know, like I do appreciate the, I appreciate the sentiment of just keep swimming, but you know, sometimes no, just get on the beach and watch. <laughs> sometimes you don't beach. have to keep swimming. Sometimes just watch all the other swimmers and be like, all right, 
you know, root for them, but you don't have to be in the water with them. Sometimes, right. you know, just keep swimming doesn't apply. I think I think that's really wise, Don. Thanks, Kath. No, that was very wise. I know. Now let's just hope that um, the people I'm interviewing with this week recognize that. I'm sure they will. Give but I want to just say, giving you a little cam buck here. Yeah. Don't forget the universe is working for you to put yes. you exactly where you need to be. So let go of those expectations and what you yeah. good for your life. Because as long as you're open, I am. As long as you're open, the right thing's going to come along. Yes. I'm hoping this is the right thing. All right. Let's do it. All right. Shake it off. Do a dance. All right. Follow us on Patreon. You're going to do TikTok again live on Tuesday. First of all, can we talk about (laughs) Toby and Alyssa gave me a screenshot from the TikTok live that I think I, we should collect them. I think we should collect and make a I book know. out of I all think the that, things that people Yes, I have to say it is hold please. It is somebody while you know, you know, the chat is constantly going. You are reaching thousands of people and it's been really great. And it's I just super want to fun. Say before you say anything. Okay. I can't believe I'm on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> because I kept telling Addie and Donna, speaking of self-esteem, I know that I'm gorgeous. Like I know that, but I'm gorgeous with the people that love me. Like I don't, I don't assume that like if I'm on Instagram or something, someone's gonna be like, oh my God, because I remember watching this video on how to be successful on Instagram. And the guy says, you have to be attractive. So I was like, okay, I'm attractive, but to the people Shut that love up. me. That's yeah. so dumb. And I was just like, so I never did that. I would never show my, you know, face. What he or- wanted to say was, you need to be attractive for the male gaze. Exactly. So fuck that guy. Exactly. But this is when Instagram yeah. was coming out and I didn't know what to do. So I just want to put out there, I know that I'm beautiful and I'm fantastic, but I'm also very realistic that I am, <laughs> you know, that I, you know, that it's not everybody's cup of tea. So I going on TikTok was not a conversation piece for me. I'm like, I am not going on TikTok to have people judge me. I, not that I care about, but like, it's just like, you're setting yourself up for trollhood. Yeah. And I just am not in the mood for that because I'm, I like to stay positive and happy and I like to go to sleep at night, not caring about that. And so I think four different people said, why are you not on TikTok? And then Donna and Addie were like, we got to get on TikTok. So I finally was like, fuck it. I am, I am me and whoever's going to like me is going to follow and be on there. Right. And mm-hmm. so I just have to say, I'm so glad I did. I know we need 10,000 followers on TikTok. That's I'm our so next glad goal. I did because it's totally not about that. So don't listen to those stupid videos because yeah. we are all beautiful and amazing. And we have so everybody has something to share. And I'm so glad that I got to be myself. That was the deal. Yeah, You're in your element. You're definitely in your element. Yeah. You just talk for an hour and whoever just, shows up just talk, <laughs> you talk for an hour and you pull cards for people and it's super it's fun. It's awesome. Yeah, and the cool fun. thing is I don't even care if people are whatever, cause I don't see it because Addie is behind the scenes kicking them off. Yeah. But there's nobody who she I hasn't know. kicked anybody off yet. Isn't that beautiful? But the screenshot is somebody okay, asked, go ahead. do my son, do my son, daddy want me to be in a poly relationship with him and his wife? <laughs> do I answer that? <laughs> I wouldn't answer that. I'd be like, well, first of all, it sounds like you want to be in a <laughs> Yeah, <poly>. exactly. <laughs> it sounds like you're asking because you're like, can I ask them? Whose Which dreams is- are you co- are you trying to make true? Right. I yeah. think it's your dream. 
which I think is a a beautiful thing. I think love is great. I should have said, I should answer love is love is love. Love is love is love is love. That's what I want to answer it. (laughs) And what other questions? I think we should keep the questions that people ask. It is super Oh, the funniest thing is the last second somebody says, uh, tell me about Nate. What was it? Yeah. Tell me, I don't remember. It was something tell me about, about somebody. And I was like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> tell me about it. First of all, you're not a salon trick. No. Yeah. No, first of all, yeah, you're yeah, not a salon trick. And I'm not going to say what you want to hear. Yeah. I will sometimes if it's just too complicated because I'm only pulling a second. You're only getting a second. You're really giving me like, you know. But people have been responding like that's, you know, you're. You're oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hitting on it. I'm hitting on yeah. it. But like for questions like that, like, yeah. should I be in a poly relationship with my baby daddy? I'm going <laughs> to be like, Hmm, love is love is love. The second thing is not give that too much attention and tell me about Nate. Yeah. I don't know about Nate. Nate's fine. Yeah. It's you Nate's, tell me, tell you me tell, about what about Nate? What about <laughs> Nate? I like Nate. Nate's all right. He's got money. I don't know. It was very funny. So I think we're going to collect all the things that people ask that are really crazy. So if Toby and Alyssa are listening, try to screenshot these things that we're going to read. It's fun. I'm having a ball. Yeah, it's super fun. I'm I'm so glad that I didn't that didn't stop me from going on. No, yeah, I'm really glad because you know there is like you look at the other readers, Don, and they're all like you know, with the candles and they talk, oh, and you know, but that's, but people are attracted to, you know, like that's people them. like, yeah. that's them. Me. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. So Fozzie has a deck of cards I know, <laughs> and has a crazy, I like, what is, what are they going to say? You know? So I didn't realize like that would be, a, that would be attractive. And that makes me happy. That makes mm-hmm. me really happy. And I got asked out on a date. Yes. You got mad. I, I got macked. So mm-hmm. that is, that's nice. So I'm going to continue doing it. It's really fun. I like doing it with you and Addie. I wouldn't like, we have to be a team doing it. It's yeah. So yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, so the sisters are in on TikTok on Tuesdays from seven 30 to eight 30. And I think we're going to probably do it more if we continue this trajectory and yeah. please join us on Patreon. Patreon is still going strong. Um, and always will be, it's a great circle. So go to patreon.com backslash the sisters are in. If you're looking for a session with me, things are getting really tight, but just keep trying. Email me at the sisters are in at gmail.com. And I think that's it. See you next time. See you next time. Thanks everybody. Bye Don. Bye.